painless what made you think this would be painless all right we're all right sometimes okay what made you think that that was okay to say and whose idea was this anyway yeah, frequencies yeah it's good sounds yeah <laughs> all right shut up max we're recording oh shit hi <laughs> <laughs> okay um this is episode six i think of the podcast painless and my co-host jonathan is out he has had his second baby louis well his wife did louis rooster hutchins yes his wife had the baby i don't think jonathan had the baby so everyone, I would like to introduce you to Will, uh, apparently taking on the role of wet blanket in the podcast. Now. Guilty as charged. Uh, I couldn't think of anything funny to say to introduce him, but Max, on the other hand, say hello, Max. Hello, Max. I could think of many funny things to say, but they were all mean. So uh, yeah, yeah, Max sucks. Yeah, he kind of he kind of blows. God, <laughs> who'd buy this asshole? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I suck too. Uh, I'm Max. I recently graduated college, and that's about it. That is my been my crowning jewel of success thus far at age 24. Yes, thick Chicana salt and pepper hair speckled the scalp of the bespectacled Spaniard. <laughs> bespectacled Spaniard. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, Rob. How beautiful. (laughs) Uh, So we're not around a fire this time, so there's none of that crackling in the background. We are in my home office with my two buddies on my futon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. College cast. We don't really have a formula for this one. We don't really have a topic. But I wanted to start with some top fives, just because they're fun, and they help you get to know someone. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys do any prep work? I actually did. You know, I <laughs> I thought way too hard, actually, oh, about okay, my list. Okay. <laughs> when you threw that, and you shot, shot me the second text this morning, I, like, the first one was much easier. The second list, I was I was like yes. legit having a small panic attack because I wanted to make sure I picked good things <laughs> and cared, that weren't like about basic that bitch more. ass you list. Cared about that list more. So, so I, much. I, I asked these two guys to come up with top five favorite funny shows, comedic shows, live action comedic shows, and then I asked them to come up with top five favorite video games. Which is, hmm, given their dispositions, a little bit maybe harder of a of a question, or at least one I'm more invested in. Yeah, more yeah. invested in. Yeah, yeah. I did it. You did it. So okay. You want, you yeah. Want to hear it let's go. Just... Let's go with the shows first. Okay. So this could change tomorrow, and I know that that's kind of the yeah. standard. Yeah. It's kind of the nature of top fives. Yeah. I I will say that my number one is pretty consistently Arrested Development. Yep. Everybody loves Arrested Development. So we'll just. You know that Arrested Development's number one. That's spoiler. But, so, okay. Five is Parks and Rec. And I want to reiterate that for each of these shows, there are things that I strongly dislike about all of them. Yeah. But 
It's just that there's a handful of episodes that can just very consistently make me laugh, or even more than a handful, enough episodes. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great episodes of Parks and Rec, and I think that Parks and Rec has some really good character-based comedy work. Great show. The Office, I think the later seasons taper off a lot, and it has kind of a rocky start, but yeah. again, yeah. seasons two and three in particular are just gold mines. Um, Dairy Girls. My only criticism with that one is Dairy that Girls is awesome. Little too really short funny. right now. There's gonna be a third season, and I've heard mm-hmm. it's gonna be the last one. Um, very consistently funny show. Yeah, uh, that's a really good show. That's in my top ten for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Community. Um, again, I, I've talked awesome. to you in the past about how there's things I don't like about Community. I but the episodes. <clears throat> are, yeah, <laughs> the episodes that are winners of that show, I think, are just so like they're just some of the best comedy episodes yeah ever. absolutely absolutely um and then yeah number one is rest of development yeah. which i mean is just uh, again tapers yeah. off a bit in the later seasons that netflix did but it's still like just so funny yeah and, guys i'm really proud of my list i feel like my list is is way more unique than everyone else's are you saying your list is better than my list i'm saying my <laughs> list is the best list of anyone so this right. list is less vanilla it's way less vanilla. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is a competition for no reason. <laughs> yeah. All right, hit me. Uh, all right, all right, Max. Top five oh, live me? action comedies. We said you were so proud. I'm so confused. Okay, well, I didn't do live action or 100, percent but I made a small adjustment. Okay. Uh, The Simpsons. Well, that's not live. Especially action. the earlier seasons where yeah. they were actually had characters were great. Um, <laughs> And Homer wasn't just an idiot, but he, like he still is. Uh, I say it's like Matt Groening, just in general. I almost put Futurama on here, but I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, we'll, we'll we'll get the obvious. See, I one. like Futurama more than The Simpsons. Yeah, Futurama's great. I love I them both. Three episodes of Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the what's the the black guy's name? Which one? The he's, <laughs> he's like he's an auditor or something like that. Yeah, and he has the dreads and the accent. Dreads. Oh my gosh, he's one of the main characters. Oh, a uh, Futurama. Oh, a future. Oh, oh, Hermes. I was yeah, thinking Hermes, Simpsons. Hermes. No, yeah, when Her- Hermes, Hermes Conrad. When Hermes is gonna lose his like his stamp for the. <laughs> oh yeah, and they have to go to the. the, the uh, and he's the gonna he's gonna jump off planet. he's gonna jump off their building and Bender walks up and he's like, "What's he doing?" He's like, "He's gonna jump," and then he stands there and waits. Do a flip! <laughs> one of the greatest jokes of all time! <laughs> that one, I think, also got what Futurama 2, man. Honestly, the episode where they get the. Where they go to the space beehive type planet and yeah. get the queen's honey or yeah. jam or whatever. Yeah. And then Fry dies, and then that's, that, was a, that was a great episode. Yeah, was so many good bits. Okay, so you only have one down. So it's The Simpsons, the sorry. Simpsons. All right, all right, my bad. Uh, married with children. That that's an older one from like the late eighties to oh, mid nineties. Oh yeah, it had a. <laughs> that's in your top five. Love and marriage, love. That's that was it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Um, just God, it's got my favorite joke. Just because I got, I feel like I got to share this. Uh, <laughs> favorite joke is when Al Bundy. Picks up a stray girl, and of course, you know, it was the 80s and 90s, so it, it was a highly sexualized woman. I was uh, say, is this dated? Hella dated. Yes. Uh, this is, oh boy. So, oh no, yeah, yeah, you should, that's, that's fair. Uh, she's a transvestite. No, no, she's just normal. Uh, oh, okay. 
this normal, very attractive woman, uh, the, the male neighbor comes over whose wife is uh, typically portrayed as a very cunning crow. But, so the male neighbor goes by a very charismatic guy named Darcy. Darcy comes over and he goes, hey, Al, where are you? And then he sees the young hot chick and he goes, ah, uh, ah, uh, Bagabadoomy. <laughs> it's glad to meet me but also said sounds like god please let you do me uh but yeah that's one of my favorite shows it's live action I don't uh, like that show. super it's okay it's all right it's okay it's bad it's a, yeah, no right. it is it that comedy is, is subjective. it's a terrible joke well, it's sexist right? it is it's extremely sexist and anyway. well uh, max well, did give some... he did give the background of the show yeah which is that okay. every female character is a it's very no, weird. yeah, that's very, very portrayed. Oh gosh, and what was that? I can't remember that female actress's name that actually uh, plays the daughter right now. But no, she, well, that's how she got her one of her careers. Very famous actor and leading breast cancer. Mm. But then she, but all those uh, previous cast members were able to support her. That's cool uh, through that struggle. And I think what Al Bundy now he's he's playing in Modern Family. I don't know if you want to see no. Modern Family. Yeah, he plays yeah. one. Of the, he plays the uh, the father who's Jay. with uh, Sofia Vega. Yes. Yeah, Jay. 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 Yeah, I haven't watched that I show. I love as him. Much. I love Modern Family. Yeah, <laughs> that thing's just the comedy, the writing for sure is dated, but yeah. still one of my favorite oh, shows. Oh, hundred percent dated. I think that we can accept that. Well, I think so. it's it's the same yeah. as Cheers. Cheers yeah. does the same thing yeah. often. Watch that Cheers. Anyway, yeah. everyone knows your name. Community. Okay. Yeah, community. Nice. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> crossover. Uh, oh, King of the Hill. That's an animated one. I love nice. King of the Hill. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby, you can't do none of that cocaine, Bobby. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> and what else? What's another good one? Oh, Thirty Rock. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, freaking fantastic. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. That's your. That's your number one, Thirty Rock. Yeah, Thirty Rocks up there. I mean, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, yeah. genius. Yeah, it's true. They're they comedy are. geniuses. They really are. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I need to watch more of that show. I think. I remember I saw one where they were like playing a game or something, and I just remember. And I don't know why this is like my memory of the show, but Alec Baldwin is like getting super into the game, and he's like, "I dug all of these trenches to irrigate the desert." But that one, like, what the, the weakness tissues? Like, oh, I'm yeah. so sad. Like, what do you want? Some weakness tissues? <laughs> uh, I should probably put that on oh, my list. You should. There are parts of it that you would hate, but there are other parts of it that are of everything I hate. absolutely gold. Yeah, absolutely gold. Okay, um, I did my top five in a previous episode of the podcast, but I'll say them again. And this isn't in any order. It's just five funniest shows mm-hmm. so we have rest development for sure nice we have what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. the hulu special Real good. Well, okay. it's amazing it's not have, special it's not special it's not hulu original, original whatever it is yeah we have norseman oh dude I, oh, dang it norseman is amazing kick this... parks and rec out of my head norseman i've <laughs> <laughs> only watched a few episodes norseman. of that good though um crap i'm blanking there i had Flight of the Concords. Kitty. There's a cat that just had to be let in. Yeah, one of our <laughs> cats. He needed Max's attention. Hey, oh, man. I'm blanking on what my fifth one was. 
after Whatever. Have, all that hype for your list, yeah. too. All that hype. Yeah, it doesn't dude, matter. I guess I, you have to listen to one of the previous episodes of Painless <laughs> or free on Spotify. Yeah. Well, I've, told you, I've told you what my favorite Norseman joke is, right? They're my favorite gag in Norseman. The prosthetic hands? The prosthetic hands. Just everything around that character oh, is, like, amazing. Poor but, Buster, dude. So what's great about Norseman... <laughs> oh, no, they keep Norseman. Totally different prosthetic hand jokes. Two prosthetic hand jokes? There's... There's a there's um the thing with Norseman is the first two seasons happen chronologically, and then the third season is a prequel to the first two. Yeah. And so like half of the jokes in the third season are just foreshadowing for yeah. the first two seasons. And so there's a character <laughs> who's so who's a psychopath in the first two seasons, like just an absolutely off the rail psychopath. And at the beginning of the third season, he's really normal. But yeah. the only difference is that he has really long flowing hair, whereas he's like bald in the first two seasons. And the third season opens with him giving this monologue about his hair and about how he's so happy with his hair and how he doesn't know what he's going to do if he ever loses it. And then somebody notices a bald spot and it just... Yeah. That, that sends him into a spiral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's the dumbest joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, so despite the fact that... Um, Max is deeply self-educated on philosophy, mm. and Will studied religion for forty years in <laughs> English. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to talk That's about our five favorite video games. I think that is great. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'll find a way to work it in there. Anyway. <laughs> oh, just that kind of guy. Well, you <laughs> know, actually, what Mario was philosophy? really striving for was a state of Zen calm. <laughs> Who's I think Mario, like almost. Mario's an analogy for uh, Zionism. <laughs> Actually, Mario was promoting anarcho-communist ideals within a capitalist system, showing how. <laughs> Wonder what kind of system does the Mushroom Kingdom operate on anyway? Uh, a, a neo-techno feudalism. <laughs> I know. I yeah, feel. I feel like, like I'm a it's bad an guy. oligarchy, right? Because all the turtle people extort. All the mushroom people for everything, all the time. There's definitely some kind of classism going on there. Oh, yeah. The toads Absolutely. seem like they're elevated a lot above the Goombas, even though they're not that different. It's true. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's start... Oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Let's start with Will. Yeah, so my... Um, top five. Do you have them in a one through five, or just top I have five them? in okay. general? So, again, subject to change, but I do have them kind of generally... And I did spend some time. And not just, not just when you asked me about this, but because... I've we've talked about it. We've talked yeah. about it before, and I've been yeah. thinking about it. Okay, so number five is the original Dark Souls. Okay. Um, and I think that it's already showing its age in some ways. It was never a state-of-the-art game, even when it did come out, and it's kind of janky. But I think, like, from the perspective of just kind of this exercise in world-building and atmosphere, and just kind of almost, like, creating this sort of, like, emotional response from a player and just really sucking you in... It's a really big step forward for the medium. Um, yeah, I mean, so people can and, and do yeah. have entire podcasts dedicated to well, Dark Souls itself. Yeah. Shout out to Vadi Video on YouTube. Yeah. No, oh my gosh, yeah, you can spend hours on that guy's channel. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited yeah. for his Elden Ring content. Um, <laughs> really? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's terrible. Nice. <laughs> um, Rebuttals? Oh, no, I actually... Why does Dark Souls suck? I mean, it doesn't. Are you really gonna take that slide? You love it. 
I don't, not Max. <laughs> anyway, it's like, I mean, I will. I could take any side. I uh, hated it. It was stupid and hard to understand, I mean, and I didn't like see, it. See, I didn't pick Dark Souls because I had a feeling you would ever pick Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, no. If it's in your honest top five, you should choose it. Well, no, no. Not, not, honestly, I, I don't think I, like, have the I, I, I love structuring and ordering and making lists, like, yeah. a lot. And I love never changing those lists. But video games <laughs> I is shifts. one of the few genres I can yeah. do that. By the way, guys, you are going to... I have like, too many loves. Just up front, you'll lose a little bit of respect for Max when it comes to his turn, because, like, three of the five are going to be Naruto games. Oh, so, like, God, just be prepared for that. Yeah, I thought they were all going to be mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Farmville 2, though. <laughs> Candy Crush is Max's number one. No, Candy Crush is so last year. Have you tried Soda Crush? That's farm, Farmville is, is his all time. Okay, okay, anyway, okay. Will, Will, number so, two. I... So, so this is number four. So I'm counting oh, okay. number one. So, um, let me think here. So number four, and I'm also going to apologize. My list is a little lame because it's it's very similar games, but I like yeah. a very specific kind of game. Yeah. So Bloodborne. So this was Bloodborne. Um, Miyazaki who did Dark Souls. It was his, he didn't do Dark Souls 2. He developed Bloodborne while another team worked on Dark Souls 2. And so in a lot of ways, Bloodborne is almost closer to a Dark Souls 2 in some ways where it's a spiritual it's taking a lot of the spiritual ideas and you know creating a spiritual successor. That's the word I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Um, but you know, set it, setting it in a kind of more um, Victorian. I almost said valedictorian, but Victorian. <laughs> Got <laughs> straight <era>. A's. <laughs> yeah. But it is a straight A game. Um, yeah. So um, you know, kind of more cosmic horror, Lovecraftian type stuff. Um, I think it kind of it it made the combat a lot better. Um, it's showing its age in some ways now, and it was one that kind of took a little bit longer to grow on me because I'm more naturally drawn to fantasy knights and that kind of stuff than I am to that sort of era. Yeah. But once it, once it kind of, once I started to get into the lore, once I kind of just really sort of, you know, put my own personal preferences aside and instead just sort of like allowed myself to be open to what the game was offering, it really... It really grew on me. You keep laughing at me, man. I know I'm... No, I was fine with the words you were saying. It was like... Yeah, you guys are going to be able to see all the amazing hand gestures I'm doing. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, so I... uh, Yeah, Bloodborne, it's fantastic. Um, Okay, so this is... So we're moving to, again, kind of almost in the same realm, but different kind of game. Uh, We're going to go with Skyward Sword. Legend of... Yeah. Oh, oh thank good. God! That's when so Nintendo good. in there. Yeah, so I, I, I haven't played Nintendo anything. <laughs> and so I want to be. I want to emphasize. It is specifically the Switch port of Skyward Sword that I think really emphasizes everything that was from a design standpoint already strong about that game, but somewhat flawed in execution on the original Wii. And it that I would say that that is not the fault of the Zelda the Zelda dev team, and much more the fault of just. Inherent flaws in the Wii. Rob's from Ohio with that one, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. The worst so, <laughs> so I got I got my wife's old Wii from her yeah. parents, and I've been playing Skyward Sword on the Wii, and it is still an amazing game. I'll lend you the Switch yeah. version of it because the Switch version it lets you just play with analog controls yeah. and without the, it, and it, like, I, the I record, crave that every single time. I'm people playing complain it. about those motion controls on the Wii, but they're great. They don't. I don't. For their time, they were great. They don't. They are I still. Hate. They're not. They're not good for fine-tuned motion, though. No, they're fun. Like, I never had an issue with them in the original version, but I definitely am somebody who prefers less motion control. Um, So I recently 100%ed Skyward Sword, and it was one of them. It's some of the most fun I've ever had. No, that's not like a brag. I'm just saying, 
that's how much I love the game is I just yeah. wanted to experience yeah. all of it and I think it, it and that's only number three on your list it's only number three yeah. Number two, um, the uh, it was Nintendo taking the opposite philosophy on their next Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Breath of the Wild beats out Skyward Sword. Breath of the Wild beats out Skyward Sword. I've recently played through both of them again, yeah. and I landed on Breath of the Wild. The reason why is because Skyward Sword, I have to play it the same way every time. It's true. Breath of the Wild, which was your com- your complaint about Breath of the Breath Wild. Of the Wild recently yes and now it's flip-flops no because i did it in a different order this time and i i think that my thing with breath of the wild is that it is um it loses some of that tightness yeah. that skyward sword has where every intricate detail of skyward sword feels finely tuned mm-hmm. i think that the sacrifice is worth it for the step forward for them like in the medium that it, it like ultimately accomplishes though yeah i think that it's um I think that it, it its denseness, its density does kind of run a little thin if you play it too much. But I think that if your goal is, I just want to do the four divine beasts, try to complete as many of the shrines as I want to, and then go fight Calamity Ganon, then it's a near perfect, like, you know, like 10 to 15 hour game right there. Yeah, that's true. And and I think that at the end of the day, that's kind of the criteria rather than like, don't, don't try to 100% complete that game. It's, it's miserable. Um... So yeah, that's my number two. Okay. Number um, one. This is this is going to be a little like I, I don't know if I feel one hundred percent okay with this being my number one. Just own it, Will. Just it's own it. Brand spanking new. You can't be married with children though. I mean, no. I mean that, 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 that's the lowest we're gonna get, I think, towards top five. Probably. Mm. It's okay, here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna Elden Ring is my number one. And, uh, no, okay. Uh, boo. <laughs> boo. Okay, so, yeah. Solo. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, you're sponsored, obviously. So, uh, I, yeah. I, okay, so Who here's the thing. Because I felt the same way when I was reading all these reviews, giving the game a 10 out of 10, and, like, you know, calling it a masterpiece, like, days after it came out, and all of that kind of stuff. So, I, I've never experienced what I'm experiencing with Elden Ring with any other game. The closest I would have, um, the, the closest thing I can think of would have been Skyrim, which didn't quite make my top five. Um, and, it's not in my top five. Either. Yeah, and Breath of the Wild, too. But, like, Elden Ring, it's it, it actually, I've never had, an, like, trouble putting down a game and, like, doing something else. Mm-hmm. I, I feel a compulsion to go back to Elden Ring. In a way that I just, it, it, like, it's like in the past, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of addicted to this game, or I'm kind of obsessed with this game right now. It doesn't come close to the level of just how much of my brain space this game has been occupying. Yeah. And just like, I, I reached, I was playing Max actually before we came, like, we were waiting on your front porch while you were occupied. <laughs> uh, you know me, I just be pooping. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were knocking for a while, and then, and then the door was unlocked, so there you go. <laughs> it's so, almost as if. I had anticipated that. Yeah, almost, almost. Yeah. almost. So, um, I was telling Max, I just got to the final boss chamber in Elden Ring after an embarrassing amount of hours put into the game already. Consecutively? Um, not cons- I mean, you can't do it consecutively. It's 
I'll, I'll just be upfront. I put almost 60 hours into Elden Rings in the last two weeks since it's come out. Like a true gamer, dude. I, it's, no, that's the thing. I know that's, like, really embarrassing, but I'm also, like, man, I've never I've never played a game that sucked me in this much, and it's just, like, and I needed to take a break from my other activities anyway, so yeah. it's, like, you know, it's kind of nice just to kind of relax and just focus on this game as my project right now. Nice. But it's, like, it's, it, because here's the thing. It's, it's bigger than Breath of the Wild. It's a lot larger, but it's also a lot denser. So it's like, the only thing I could compare it to is imagine if every shrine in Breath of the Wild had a unique boss at the end. Or, or somewhat unique. There's like 40 plus bosses, like mini bosses in the game that sometimes get reused, but that's still a pretty, pretty big pool to draw from. Yeah. Imagine that like each shrine had unique loot in it. Imagine yeah. if, and then imagine if in addition to the shrines, there were dungeons that are larger than any other dungeon that Zelda has ever made, and there's like six or seven of them. And that's... I find it really amusing that this has blown your mind in such a way, because I've been playing World of Warcraft no, since, I, you, since I was, like, 13 years uh, old, yeah, and everything that. you're describing is, is that's, World of Warcraft. That's a game no. bread and butter, though, but right? Imagine, yeah, but this, exactly. is, this is what I'm saying, though. I saw this reviewer, like, like, the way that a reviewer put it is, like, imagine if something was, like, made on, like, Skyrim scale, but every detail of it was intricate and lovingly crafted yeah. in, in, like, a very precise manner. Yeah, and, and that's, that's that's not World of Warcraft, and that's not and that's the thing, right? Because they're like we're used to big games that feel a little almost procedurally generated or just kind of copy and paste, and it's yeah. not that Elden Ring doesn't. Looking at you, Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, it's not that Elden Ring doesn't have moments of that. It's just that the the for the most part, the denseness of it is just mind blowing to me. You yeah. can go, you can find an elevator out in the woods that leads to an underground cavern that once, like, you fully explore it and find all the different places and stuff is almost, like, half the size of the entire map and it's all underground. And it's just... That's pretty awesome. It's just stuff like that where I'm, like, I know they had five years to work on this, but I'm still just shocked at how much they were able to do. Nice. So, yeah, that's my justification. Okay. <laughs> I really hope Elden Ring is not Maxwell. Maxwell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maxwell. Yes. Top five video games. Top five. Yes. Uh, I these aren't really in order. I just try to pick something interesting <laughs> as well. Those like I really enjoyed. Uh, Battle Block Theater. Battle Block. Theater. Uh, you know, actually, I should look up who she made that one. But that one, I remember. I think that came out in what twenty thirteen ish, twenty ten. Okay, it so was it's a little older. It was one of those. It was during. It was on the Xbox three sixty. I know for sure. Okay. It was after. Uh, Battle Knights? God, I'm trying to look up who made up really quick. I really like the game because it's one of those games where it was a platformer. Uh, and you got, it was a, what do they call it now? Uh, a, a couch sitting two player game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Couch, couch co-op. Thank you, couch co-op. Yeah, and nice. that's when you could actually yeah. play with friends. You could yeah, customize yeah. your little characters, which kind of just look like basically paper mache or clay little dudes with <laughs> like mittens for hands and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And you're in the... Uh, unnamed protagonist who eventually you can get basically skins before skins were a thing. Uh, what was it called again? It was... Battle Block Theater. What year did it come out? 2013. I was really close. Oh, it was oh. Made, it was made by uh, or developed, excuse me, by Behemoth by the Behemoth and Big Timber Studios. So shout out to you guys for making that game. Made my childhood a lot better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a great platforming game, basically where you find yourself in the theater. You go from room to room to room, which is the puzzles and platforming rooms you have to play in, yeah. and then you just progress to the end, and you're basically fighting evil cats. And I just <laughs> love nice. the game. It was zany. It had uh, even had a narrator. I listened 
<laughs> a good game or even a good movie with a good narrator uh, changes the like that the vibe of the game where yeah. you're available the meta consciousness of what the mm-hmm. hell is going on because you're fighting cats that are evil apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, number two. Number two, uh, I had to pick Fallout New Vegas. Oh. Fallout New Vegas. It's a good game. It's a classic. It's a cl- yeah. Yeah. You, ca- you yeah. can't go wrong. Yeah. Obsidian Studios. Uh, probably the the piece of resistance. It inspired, I know, uh, CD Projekt Red when they were working, I think, the second Witcher and then also the third Witcher games as far as how to integrate RPG elements and stories and then allow, and yeah. figure out player agency, at least with conversations. Yeah, totally. I never got into the Fallout games. I would, I liked watching people play them, but when I would sit down myself to do it, I'm like, this, it just never captured me in I'm the same way this. that a fantasy world did. Yeah, same boat here. Yeah. Yeah, and I know uh, now I uh, on PC, uh, even though I don't, really own a gaming pc uh there are so many mods available for the game that really bring it to the the 21st century uh what, what just wrong? as it were does it or you just run around with a lightsaber <laughs> i mean you know kind of all what, art subjective kind of like all what rob was saying though it's like what he was saying what we were saying about like it never drew you in like fantasy games do it's yeah. like oh do i want to be this like badass hero fighting dragons or do i just want to be dying from radiation <laughs> 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 yeah, no, there was yeah. always there was always an element of like of like um skyrim like on the cover it's like yeah, oh yeah. yeah it's this badass dragon warrior oh. and like you log into the game and it's like hey guess what you are immediately the dragon warrior yeah new vegas it's like this badass, like, duster-clad, yeah. oh, yeah. six-shooter-wielding like gunslinger. And then you log in, and it's like, hey, you're already dying. <laughs> you're about to die, and you're going to be continually about to die for the next 16 hours of gameplay, and then you're going to get your first gun. <laughs> and dude, I honestly, that, that game, too, is, it's... I think that's probably why I like it, because it's like, hey, the world doesn't give a two flying... It punishes you. Yeah, does Max, not care. Max likes being punished. <laughs> I'm a masochist, what can I he say? He is a masochist. Uh, yeah, God, the first okay, death okay. flaw, too. Jesus Number Lord. three. Number three. Uh, I had to pick Halo. Uh, oh, mainly because which, which Marty one? O'Donnell. Original Halo? Which Halo? Yeah, Halo. This the, the OG Halo combat evolved. I'm with you there on that being the best... Or the, the one I would put if I had to pick yeah, Halo. Yeah, I have all the Halos. I would the pick OG Halo one. Halo I Reach love is, it so much. It's very good. I yeah. think if I actually played the multiplayer uh, when that game came out, I would have enjoyed it quite a bit more. Uh, it was it was a it was wild bad. Time. No, no, it was a wild time. I never Xbox liked the multiplayer. <laughs> I never liked any Halo multiplayer. The everything I hear about Halo Reach now is everyone loved the progression system because it was the battle yeah. pass before yeah. battle pass yeah, was a good. thing. I liked Halo 3's online multiplayer better, but Halo Reach's online multiplayer felt like almost haphazard, but like in a fun, chaotic way. Where you're it like, was chaotic. What is going on? That's absolutely true. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, yeah, for those integration of these monetization strategies, um, <laughs> yeah. Dishonored is my. Uh, it was another one. Dishonored is amazing. That, game, yeah. One of those That's games. That's an amazing game. And it was different too. I think I thought that'd be another good game to compare to New Vegas because they both are known for player agency, but yeah. in very different ways. I always compared it to Bioshock, oh. the Bioshock games. Yes, like it, it felt yep. like it Shock's played really too. similarly. I almost put that on there. I almost put that on there. But I dishonored on there first because if I knew I put Bioshock on there, I would want to talk about uh, Anne Rand too much. Yeah. Um, so I didn't. Oh, but now that you brought it up. Okay. No, no. Jonathan is off this podcast. I officially no longer need to say I hate Ayn Rand. <laughs> 
Ava and Rand. Ava. <laughs> so yeah, Dishonored. I really like Dishonored for the atmosphere. Uh, I don't. I'm not into steampunk anything, but that one game, I, I was know. like, it's I'm into so it. Good. It's it was, so good. It's so good. I am a it, sucker for steampunk. I am too. Yeah. I was say yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I I usually typically hate sci-fi just in general. Wow. Uh, I didn't know that about you, Matt. I don't know why. It's not. It's not that I. I just. I never. See, drive I don't know that. how you can say that because to me, Fallout is sci-fi. It's a very specific. It's like dystopian sci-fi. Well, it's diesel punk. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I don't know. Which is to me it is closer to Star Trek sci-fi than than steampunk is. The only sci-fi I can do really is like Star Wars. That's like more fantasy too than sci-fi. It's not. Star Wars. Oh, argument. let's not get in this debate. Yeah, we, this, is a debate, <laughs> this is a debate for the Will and Nate episode when we'll yeah. talk straight yeah. Star oh, Wars for the whole go. time. Yeah. Um, was that five? No, last one. Sid Meier, Civilization Three. Oh, nice. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Head the How many hours have you sunk into that? Oh God, at least three hundred. <laughs> at least three hundred. I played that game forever because it, it was. It didn't take much from your computer to run it's it true. wasn't graphically complicated but the game was still fun i loved it one thing yeah. in particular it did uh, i didn't play the earlier one so much but when you you get to make your own like presidential or you know leadership palace mm-hmm. you could design it in like in a greco medieval or japanese and i forget the last one i think it was more like a sumerian or mesopotamian style yeah and you get to make your own like little white house like structure and you're like it felt like you could interact with it and you get to view the cities from the top down and how they yeah. were built so but in the FYI, this game was 99 i just want those out there because it was so neat if you built walls like early on because you know maybe your little civilization that you just made in this world is getting destroyed by barbarians mm-hmm. and you keep playing later you'll see the walls in that city torn down so the city could still expand yeah. Like this was like ninety nine. I thought it was like the coolest thing. It is really thing. cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It made yeah. it made you feel like you weren't just in control, but you were rather uh, it wasn't just a power fantasy, but it felt personal. Yeah, you were interacting with a living world. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Rather than just commanding and yeah. you know. <laughs> Which in ninety nine, that is a pretty that's yeah. a pretty unique view to to bring to a game. What the what was what was Dead Storm? Was that ninety eight? No. I don't know. Let's look it up really quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, while you look it up, I'm going to go into my top five yeah. video games. And I'm just going to run through them. I'm not going to do an explanation for all of them. <laughs> okay. And I am going to cheat a little bit. I wanted to talk about our games, though. Bob. I'm going to cheat a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to say, for one of my entries, Portal 1 and 2. Oh, that's game. a good one. Um, games. 1990. 1990. 1990, so yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, fine, whatever. They're, they're some of the greatest games ever made. Fantastic yeah. portals. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's genius. Yeah, I mean, absolutely I still, genius. I still don't know how they figured out how to make those work. Yeah, like it's a, yeah. it's a, it's it's more like it's closer to a simulator than a video game. Yeah. But a simulator that's like so fun to play. So fun to play. I, I you know, there was that Splitgate game that came out that's like a... Yeah, yeah, you love that. It's really fun, it, it, but it makes me kind of sad that, like, there isn't more games that took that portal concept and did more stuff with it, because yeah. it was such a good concept. Anyway. Well, like, the best concept, yeah. they nailed it. Yeah. Like, they nailed it in one. The best concept to do a portal game with is puzzles. Yeah, it is, but yeah. it's like, I wish that it had been... Because Portal has some, like, kind of almost combat puzzles to it, where you kind of need to, like... Yeah, you know, like there's, there's turrets and stuff that you have to avoid. And, yeah. I just, I feel like there's more that you could have done with it than we... Like, I'm oh, not saying yeah, absolutely. Flawed. I'm just yeah. saying, I feel like the ceiling for that concept has not been reached. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, next entry would be Mirror's Edge. Oh, 
That's another good one. Mirror's Edge is probably all-time greatest um, runner game, like wall yeah. runner. No, that, that yeah. Because like there was there was next to no combat. Like if you were bad at the game, you would end up getting in hand-to-hand combat fights with like security guards. But really, you were just a messenger. You were what a runner. What would you call that game? Was it like a real-time first-person puzzle? No, it's it's a wall run. Like that's the basically the parkour. Le parkour. And then, yeah, like yeah, like a parkour game. Um, next would be Bioshock Infinite. Okay. I was gonna say it's okay. such Why a good game. I love that game it's so damn much. So damn much. Why that one in particular rather than the other? Like the the story that they yeah. are able to capture, like that, like the the first two Bioshock games are like nineteen thirties, like cool like empire state building like grungy fun and then they're like hey you know what would be more fun than this 1870s america <laughs> in the sky <laughs> in the sky well, it's such a world underwater you no, ever you ever sky. felt like the best solution to slavery would have been for the southern states to make themselves airborne no, well, this not, is the game for you. What I love about that game is that it's like the philosophical inverse of the first game. Yeah, you know, like the first yeah. game is like kind of like it's like almost like op- like operating as just like critique of him, almost like a Marxist society, and then yeah. you see this like like infinite's like this critique of like a capitalist and just kind of mm-hmm. like nationalistic and really just kind of American exceptionalist sort of society. It's it's so cool. Yeah, it's so, it's such a yeah. good game. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. All yeah. of the mechanics in it, all of the visual aspects of it, yeah. it just oh, all of it is. And the story's good. Outside the story of the is set, absolutely amazing. Outside of the setting, it is a really cool story, yeah. and it just happens. Some to of take the best place. time travel nonsense yeah. of any genre ever. Yeah, and, per, and it has it has heart too. Like yeah. you, you feel invested in yeah. it, and it's it's good. I would yeah. I would watch a ten episode HBO. Version of that. No, oh, it would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, a, exactly that's a ten out of ten game. That's, that's, <laughs> that's one of the best games. Um, sure. Oh man, what else was there? There was Mass Effect. Oh, that's Mass a... Effect is the number four. Uh, is the fourth entry for me? The first one, or just? Yeah, the first one. I wish I could say all three of them together because yeah, they no. really have a linear story. And plus, don't hate me, guys. The third one, I loved the third one. And I've played hours and hours of Mass Effect Andromeda as well, and I love it. It mm-hmm. is so good. I, I, I don't know you. <laughs> so I heard it was a buggy mess when it first came out, but I know that... It was, yeah, it got fully patched in I, advance. And I, was, yeah. I know that the internet like so sensationalized bugs, and like, I was like, oh my gosh, my game doesn't work because yeah. there was pop-in textures. Yeah. yeah and like, that's the thing, and so like, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I need to play that one at some point, though. But yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah. And then... World of Warcraft. It's fifth, it's it's a fifth entry for me, just because like it's, it has been as integral a part of my life as, like Star Wars, or like learning to play guitar. Like it's yeah, it's it's a part of my character and foundation that doesn't get recognized in my day-to-day life at all. Oh, see, I always see you that way. <laughs> like this guy was forged in the fires of World of Warcraft. I was, I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I've actually never really gotten into WoW, so I don't. No, yeah, I. There was a a period of time where. Everybody played it, like yeah. ev- even like the popular kids at school, played WoW, and then, 
I know, in the last decade, like, it's worn away to the point where it's, like, no one ever played it. Like, no one, no one ever had any affiliation with it. No one knows about it. No one talks about it. It's like the black sheep of the, of the MMO world at this point. You're just there by yourself on like, online like, we noble few, yeah. we happy few. Yeah, no, it's more like you you, you click your, your comm button on your keyboard and you're like, anyone? Is Ooh. anyone there? Please, anyone. That Leroy Jenkins. Anyone? Screaming digital I'm alone. <laughs> yes. Can I tell you guys one of my favorite features of that game? Sure. Go for it. It has, like, it because it's a global game, it has regions, right? So, like, the European region, the American mm-hmm. region. Oh, yeah, your different servers. Yeah, your different servers. Mm-hmm. It has a real-time, real-world clock. So, like, if you, oh, were, if you cool. were playing the game as the sun is going down in real life, mm-hmm. the sun is also going down in the game. Interesting. And turning to nighttime. See, I prefer it when the when it doesn't. It's not aligned, so I don't feel depressed when I realize that I've been playing a game for that. No, see, it, it is super helpful to me. No, because so like, it's like that's it's that aspect is so ingrained in me oh, yeah. that I'm like, if if the sun has gone up and gone down while I've been playing this game, it's been too long. And then you play something like Breath of the Wild, and it's like, yeah, five days have passed in the last two hours of me playing. Right. I must have been playing. <laughs> Five days. I get what you're this saying. This is bad. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's been two hours. What am I so mad? Uh. Well, yeah. 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 I I kind of feel bad. I I I didn't. They didn't, none of them made my top five, but I do feel like I need to make a shout out to pretty much every game on the Nintendo sixty four. Like, yeah. Pretty much every game. Can we? Do you guys want to do an honorary sixth? It, it's not like an honorary sixth because to me it's like I couldn't narrow it down to one. It's to, oh, I, I absolutely could. The, the Ninten- I'm gonna say it right now. Go for it. Ocarina yeah. of Time on the Nintendo 64. And, see, that's the thing though. There's Ocarina of Time, there's Majora's Mask, there's Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, Star Wars Racer. There's so many games that were formative to me as a person. It's just that when I go back and play them now, they it was it was from a different time and games yeah, have I, just evolved at this point. Yeah, you know? I can't I can't play. That's why I'm saying honorary. Yeah, I can't sit down and play through Ocarina. Yeah, just because like it's too it's too blocky, it's too slow. Like you, there's no sprint feature. But then that roll feature is not enough for you, Rob. Or Z targeting and hopping sideways across the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm lost uh, in this one. <laughs> there's like there's no Nintendo 64 controllers anymore whose joystick works. Gosh, <laughs> like it's it's just old enough at this point now that something has been lost. Yeah. Because we've gotten to experience things that were too good. Well, it's kind of that's. Yeah, tr- I, I don't really have that problem. <laughs> really? No, I can play it through old game easy. No, I can play. Well, it, no, it like yeah. I can go back to like, like Crash Bandicoot on the PS One. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. there's just something different about like you got a normal shaped controller. You're mm-hmm. doing your normal thing, like jump is A, like all the all the normal yeah. stuff, and then, like you did, it's this little blip in video game history where they're like, you know what's a good idea? A controller with three handles. <laughs> <laughs> See that thing was my baby. I got a I got a Nintendo sixty four for either yeah, it my was fifth mine or sixth. I think it was for my like, fifth birthday. Double O seven Golden Eye. Yeah, playing slappers with your buddies. Like I, it, it's like I there's know things it's, on there that are. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst controller, like from an objective standpoint. But I, it's I'm, how I learned how to play video yeah, games. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But like it, it kind of ruined. Like I remember being a kid and going to friends' houses who had playstations and being it's like, so I don't, I don't. I don't understand how to do this. Yeah. Where is the third one? 
Yeah. I don't understand. Where's the middle one that I actually need to hold on to, and then the right one? Right. You know, because this left one is useless. I realize that. But you've only given me a left one and a right one. Where's the middle one? Yeah, it's really funny. Is you know that that new Mario Party game on the Switch that's like the rehash of all the old yeah. ones? Amazing game. It's amazing. So it could be in its own top five. It could be. It's a great game. But so it's funny. Is there's one of the mini games on that that has a um, it has a warning on it. And it tells you not to use your palm when you're rotating the joystick. <laughs> and you know the reason why. It's because remember, it's from a 64. It's because of Mario 64. Yeah. It's because in the 64 Mario Party game, you what people would do is they, they, they well, No, there's pictures that like it, it, it just it cuts your hand. It lacerates your hand oh. when you do it because people just do it. They play the game too hard. I remember doing that to myself as a child though. Yeah. Playing that at my friend's house, and that's something. It's like yeah, that's terrible, but you know, it's it's. It was back memories. in the day. It, it was memories. it was a memory. It's like skinning your knees, falling yeah. off your bike for the first time. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a great way to get calluses. It is. It was <laughs> useless calluses on your palm, but yeah. Calluses. I don't know. Next time you play Mario Party, you're, gonna... <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> you're going into that pit, <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. So I my shout out would just be pretty much the whole Nintendo sixty four and just for for making me as a gamer. Yeah. We have, that's one thing that we've talked about, mm -hmm. um, just in real life, is what console do we think was the greatest? Yeah. And I, I am very solidly in GameCube being the greatest mm -hmm. console, because of the games that it had, and yeah. the, con the controller, and just like, the whole system. Like, it was so smooth. Right. I think for me it always comes down to the exclusives, right? Because there's the... There's the there's the part of me that, like, like I love my PlayStation Four. I don't think the PlayStation Four has had the best exclusives of any console that I've ever played, though. Mm. It, a lot of the games that I've really enjoyed on it have been on other systems too, and so I think for me, it, it, it you know Nintendo sixty four holds such a special place in my heart too. But I think the Switch has made a very strong case for oh, itself yeah. over the over Yeah, the Switch years. is an amazing console. It, it has the best, in my opinion, since the GameCube, it's had the best lineup of Nintendo originals. The oh, GameCube yeah, that's 100% true. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So, Max, um, what is your favorite console of all time, and why is it the Xbox 360? All right, I was going to say, it's not. It's a console <laughs> I never owned. It's the PC. <laughs> it's a, I would say PS3, actually, as a console. Oh, Xbox yeah. 360 was kind of... Kind of poopy. Uh, oh, it was. I it played a, a million games on that's it, but it was very poopy. That's an interesting opinion because I always thought, thought the Xbox 360 had better exclusives than PS3, and I love the PlayStation. Better yeah, exclusives, maybe, but yeah. it was way worse of a, of a piece of hardware. That's, yeah, that's when you that, said favorite yeah, console. I was yeah. like, mm. I, in my head, I'm separating it because mm -hmm. PlayStation had like free live service, that's and that's true. tied to the console, but yeah. at the same time, that yeah. service got what hacked into I don't know how many times during yeah. the time, and yeah, you didn't have to spend sixty dollars. You, you lost all your life savings. Yeah, I mean, you got what you paid for. <laughs> but the PS3 and also had, didn't die. Make, what? Had it never died. Yeah, my PS3 was like what, yeah. eight years and old, six years old. Used it Mine's as a bed, yeah. and it never. They never had a problem with. A lot it. What they had a problem with yeah. was the freaking controller cord. Well, yes, those died. Yeah, you know. We need to give a shout-out to the PlayStation 2, I feel. Oh, too. the PlayStation well, 2? Jack X Racing, guys. Yeah, no. Great, well, one of the greatest games of all time. Any of the Jack games, any of the Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah, any, they were amazing. They were, yeah. Star Wars yeah. Battlefront 2? Star Wars Battlefront. 2005. Yeah, PlayStation 2. Those were on the Xbox, though, too. 
The PlayStation One I always thought was a little overrated. I hear a yeah. lot. Of, I hear a lot of people. Its say, games don't hold up as well. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say that that's like one of their favorites, and they're like, "Oh, it destroyed the Nintendo sixty four. And I'm like, "I don't know if I agree." I think with they that. like. I think a lot of people like that it was that it was CD instead of cartridge. Yeah, and yeah, that was, that was the big thing. The yeah. hardware. Well, but better. like Nintendo, like they just they played it smarter. Like they had the the hardware was better. Like, because they gave themselves the limitations, they were able to make better games mm-hmm. on yeah. 64. Yeah, like Mario 64, okay, exactly. and Metroid Mask. Yeah, no, they... Mario Kart. Mario Kart. <laughs> on the 64. Mario Kart 64. That's, that, was, that was my childhood. I'm actually going to give... absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm going to give the edge to the GameCube. I thought Double Dash was, like, the bomb. With the... See, I hated Double Dash. Oh. I, I, disliked, I disliked Smash Bros. and on the GameCube. Oh, I could, I mean, it's I could... all about that LEGO Star Wars, man. <laughs> I could tear Super Smash Bros. Melee a new one and get I know. destroyed by the internet. Yeah, I, I hated it. I don't, yeah, it's like, because <laughs> it, 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 it's really popular with people who like to break games to play them better, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, I can wave dash, yeah. I can like do this yeah. move that's not supposed to be in the game, but, and it's like, I, I get it, but... There's, <laughs> I, I have a big, I have a big hole in my experience mm-hmm. of gaming when it comes to like fighting games, yeah, and I put I put Smash Bros in there, but like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighters, like those kinds of games, mm-hmm. like Injustice, like I'm just bad at them. I'm pretty like, bad. I have no experience. Yeah. But this thing, like, you might say you're pretty bad, mm-hmm. but every time we've ever played, you rock me okay. every single time. So the reason for that though is my brother, shout out Christian, um, is he? I can't remember what, how he was ranked in Washington. In Smash Bros. Yeah, but he was ranked. He was he ranked. Was, he was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He he is. He would go to tournaments though and stuff, and he he played Pac Man, and so I would play with him a lot, and so just in effect of me playing with him, I became better. Even if I'm, I mean, he 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 can like beat me without losing a stock. See, and I never got better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did not get better yeah. by playing with you. I just lost consistently. Totally, Max. Hmm. Fighter games? <sighs> Nothing. No experience? Nothing. I mean, I played WWE games in a row. <laughs> <laughs> really little. Well, I was like seven. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's a classic. I, yeah, I played those. I'm not... No. Nothing. Nothing really. <laughs> this is this is a very bizarre reference, but there's... Yeah, you know, people make meme pages about everything. Yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars meme pages. Yeah. And something that they did, because they started to become friends with each other, there's different advents of different meme pages. <laughs> so here's what they would do. So there'd be like Obi-Wan Kenobi Core or like, you know, this sort of thing. They would start playing one of those WWE games and they would make certain Star Wars characters to represent each other and they would do tournaments. So it's like, oh, Ben Core versus Kylo Ren Core. <laughs> and like they had like a bracket and everything. And they like would, you know, use the character creation in WWE to just make a Kylo Ren and stuff. It was That's so really stupid. That's <laughs> okay. All right. Well, guys, this was the year introduction to two recurring guests on the podcast. Cool. We'll have we'll have Max again to talk about some philosophy, maybe talk about some Eastern European stuff, you know, because he loves those masochistic societies. <laughs> he's really he's about it. It really speaks to him. And then we'll have Will on again to talk about music, because oh yeah, we didn't even mention he is the other band member of Sludge Poet, my little crew that I'm part of. Yep, and yeah. I also have my own band. 
Okay. He also has his, his solo career. Yeah. It's going hard. It's going strong. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's called Shova. Shova is the name of his solo group. Yep. And the album that you put out. Yes. Session Zero. Session Zero. On Find SoundCloud. it on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. Yeah. Yes. You're Shova. Sounds have, like Bulba. I have no... Well, I, okay. I have no plugs and I, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll own that. Yeah. 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 I think it's cool. All right. Cool. All right, guys. 